Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. For the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull. The phone lines are open here on a Friday out here at Beef O'Brady's in Hillview. Come by and say hello to us. They've got pitchers of beer. You've got chicken wings galore uh, for you. Uh, so come on out here. Uh, it's well worth it. $3.45 for a 22-ounce draft. That is awesome. Come out here. Uh, say hello to us. A number of you have already, and we appreciate that. Uh, it's a great Friday. We're getting closer to uh, the... Best time of the year. Look, I'm smiling. I chose to take that in stride this time. How about that? Well, we had intel from from your lady friend that you were you were singing it off the clock yesterday. Excuse me. You want to you want to tell me about this? That you sang the 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 song Friday yesterday while you were getting your kids ready for school. I was. We were having a field day. Well, sorry, Andrew, if I wasn't supposed to say that on air. Nah, I like this. I like this. Fact-checking me. That's right. Here's what I, lo- I love that you were like, excuse me, what do you have now? Oh, I didn't deny it. I'm just very mad that you know. Sorry, Angela likes us. We're friends with her. Oh, I know. I know. I get it. We got a source uh, inside the Ennis household. <laughs> you better watch yourself. coming from inside the house. Right. The best part about that is my oldest was like, how did that song get made? <laughs> That was her question. <laughs> I think it was a wonderful time. Well, when someone has rich parents, they can do whatever that's, the hell they want. That's, <laughs> that's right. It's a harsh lesson about the world. <laughs> I, just, I really wish we heard some more of the lyrics when we play it because they're so ridiculous. Oh, like, almost every time we should play Should I sit it. in the front? Should I sit in the oh. back? No, no, the, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, almost always when, that, when, when Spence says, plays it, there's somebody that texts in and is like, let it play to the hook. <laughs> Every it's time, like on. it's hurting him. Get to the verse. <laughs> There's a texter caller a while back. Like, we need to get to the the the. I forget how you phrase it. But there's like a party you want to hear. It's like I don't think the payoff. He's like, when you get to the yes. payoff. payoff. Like, There's no payoff in this song. The song just sucks. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's kind of like watching Troll Two. You know, like it's. <laughs> I want to hear the entire song. It's a banger, not because of the usual reasons. <laughs> 8150939 that's uh, the number if you'd like to get in here 3831939 for the uh, UPS jobs text line you can hit us up uh, that way if you would like to do so uh, as well I'd be happy uh, to hear from you look we were just saying in the end when the uh, the the epilogue gets written about Kenny and his whole tenure it's it's the thing we just played the the willingness the compulsion uh, his understanding of things always sort of always being out there uh, mm-hmm. and, and it being a problem so clearly. I think maybe more than anything. The killer is outside the house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's problematic and it's stubborn Yeah, because he's not really learning either, right? Because we've been complaining about this as, a, as an issue with him from day one, and it has persisted. And when you persist in these things and you are incorrigible in, in the literal sense of that word, you can't be reached. Well, then you have to go, and that's what's going to happen. And now we're going to hit the market for coaches. And what I was the broad question I wanted to ask you was, is there a coach that, largely speaking, the fan base will unite around? 
Like, is there one candidate that would unite fans? I, I say there isn't. Scott Drew? No. We had a caller yesterday that called him a jag wagon. We had a caller call yesterday that said, anybody, please, if you can talk to Josh. Almost like his like, life and death, right? Like, you guys have no idea. If you could talk to Josh, tell me anybody but that jack wagon Scott Drew, which Lieberman and I nearly fell over. Here's the thing. Who are we saying that? every single person? Because there were people last year that didn't want Brom. No, you're. I know. You know what I'm saying. So can we really treat like okay. every voice within as a, the margin of error? Okay. Because I don't think that guy is representative of very many people. Okay. I think if you hired Scott Drew, I think 99 percent of the 95 percent of the fan okay. base is that is the best united. anybody can do. Jay Wright. No, I'm saying is the 95 percent. Yeah, you're never going to get 100. percent okay. I'm sorry. There's just right not. in this that. day yeah. and age. Yeah, Scott Drew is close to a almost universally yeah. acceptable candidate. And there's probably others because, like we said, this, you can poke holes at everyone. Like Jerome yes. Tang, this year hasn't gone well. Lamont Paris, you know, his first year at South Carolina was not that good. And this year, he's, you know, better. Dusty May makes the Final Four last year, but they have like three quad four losses this year. This holes in everyone's argument this year. Let's get to Justin in here. Justin, welcome into the drive on 9th Hill here on a Friday. What's up? Hey, happy Friday, guys. You too, buddy. Um, I got a couple of comments just about the Kenny Payne era in general. Sure. I, I think uh, I'm I'm one of the fans that kind of chose to pretty much tune out from the games. I, I watched a little bit here and there. Just can't really stand just being loyal, being in the state that we're in. Mm. Um, and that kind of leads to my what I want to say. I feel like that the fan base has gotten conditioned to losing and has lowered the standards at University of Louisville, which really upsets me. And I think a lot of it is because they, they really, really, really like Kenny Payne as a person. If it wasn't Kenny Payne for the, uh, what is it, 11 and 44 record, he would never be here right now. So, I mean, just by pure grace of his personality, he's still a coach at Louisville. And it, it, it just frustrates me to know that he made the comment there at the end of last year. He basically said he had the best coaching staff in America. But, but it's not true. It wasn't true, and it, it proves to not be true. What he should have done is hired a defensive uh, assistant that actually knew defensive schemes. Um, and, and we may not be having this conversation. He might have 15 to 18 wins this year because the talent is on the team. Uh, they just can't play a lick of defense. And it, is, it, it really does frustrate me to hear a lot of fans like, and it's all opinion. Fathom the thought of giving him a year three, it just makes me angry because that's where I go right back and circle to the conditioning. I think fans have gotten conditioned to lose, and it just disgusts me, man. I don't know how you all feel about that, but that's just a general observation looking outside of the disaster we got at Louisville basketball right now. Appreciate the other call there, Justin. Yeah, look, uh, I, I don't. His personality is a plus. He's not difficult to deal with. And if you're going well, if you're gonna be bad, you might as well at least like not be like Mick Cronin or something, right? In terms of just sort of like the day in, day out. But I, I it's not it's not that much of a plus that like Yes, I think Justin is right. There were similar things about Scott where he's not mean, so you you don't feel mean or you feel mean when you're more outrage maybe than he is sometimes, or you, at least you worry that sort of yeah. thing. Think about it. We, we used to get the same preamble with every caller last year with football with, with Scott. Scott's last year here. Yeah. You know, where it was like, I like him. He seems like a nice guy, but to hell with this. You know, yeah. like, and it was like, and we do the same thing. Uh, and I think, look, good for you fans for, for not just being, like, maniacal. Uh, in that sense of just being, just disregarding the sort of the Trying to acknowledge the, the humanity of people. Yes, yeah. totally fine uh, with that. But when it comes to, like, the lowering of the standards and stuff like that, a lot of times I kind of bristle at that talk. That stuff gets so old to me uh, because it's basically like as long as if it's not perfect, you should fire somebody. And, and that's not – but when it gets to, like, hey, you got to give him a year three because Brandon Hunley Hatfield is playing better now. Like, well, I hope he's enjoying himself and good for him. They're supposed to be good yeah. as a team. Sure. Uh, this is not a camp. This is not a, like a, the development, you know, uh, drills or something. Like, we're trying to win games here. Uh, and we've not really moved any closer uh, to any of that. And I do think uh, that that was going on with a, a population of people. But I don't even hear that anymore. No, nah, man. There's been way too many 
marks in the other column for people to be too verbose about that anymore. Uh, I think the absolutely there's been language to, to try to lower the standard, but I think most of it's coming from Kenny, you know, where he's adjusting the bar and he's lowering the standard, but I don't think everybody's buying into it. You know, that's the difference. Yeah. Is that I don't think the administration's buying into it. I don't think we're buying I know we're not buying into it. Um, you can say, like, he can tell you what the standards are all he wants. Like, he can tell you that year one didn't count, and this is year one. He can tell you that, you know, I shouldn't be expected to do this or that, or I, you know, yeah, this, you know, we're playing hard, we were fighting. You know, you can say all those things, but, like, that doesn't change what the standards are. You know, he can, he can continually try to lower the bar, but that's not going to make me lower the bar. That's not going to make the fan base, the boosters, the collective, you know, the administrators – or, quite frankly, third parties lower the bar. I mean, there's very few people nationally that are going to give you the, the Kenny Payne spiel anymore. You right. know, I mean, there's still a couple. Yeah, we're not getting that from anyone. Pretty much everybody's um, done with that. LaFonso Ellis is, is it. <laughs> yeah, right? that's it. That's it. Like, who, Corey Alexander. Who, who, uh, where's the game on tomorrow night? Is it CW or is it ESPN Plus? ACC Network? What is it? What do we got? Who knows? I don't know. I'm going to keep the sound on tomorrow. All right. And I want to hear what they have to say because I to me like as soon as somebody goes veers down that lane, I generally just mute it. Sure, <laughs> like I'm right. good. Okay, well I'm out of that. <laughs> All right, you know yeah. I guess we're unserious today. We'll just hit the mute button. Or <laughs> this guy didn't cram for this at all, right. and he's like, I'll just get my notes from the last one. Yeah, like, but we are past all of that, buddy. Now. It's uh, this is this is a this is a, uh, a f- changing amorphous situation every <laughs> single week. It's getting more farther and farther down the line. So ACC the, Network is the answer, by the way, for where the game is broadcast tomorrow. Actual night. ACC Network? That's what ESPN okay. app is cool. saying. All right. Good to so, do. Given the, the question about, like, there isn't anyone who's going to be, like, 100% or, or even really very many. It seems like the guys with the, the most opportunity to be, like, the most unifying are the least likely. Yeah. That would be, that's your Jay Wright, that's Scott your Drew, Scott yeah. Drew, that's your Billy Donovan, you know, like that <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah. Like that's, that stuff's not, uh, that's not happening. But what I think is funny about this, and, and I'm not picking really on anybody, people have got their preferences, they've got their things that they think matter the most. Uh, and like, for instance, the, the previous caller in the previous hour was like, we, the biggest problem was hiring an assistant coach that had never been a head coach. And I don't think that that's necessarily true, but it will be this time. It will be this time. Yeah, yeah. It, but I, I think the fact that he's never been a head coach is not holding back Tommy Lloyd. It's not holding back Jerome Tang. It's not holding back a number of people in their first head coaching job somewhere, even at big places with big expectations. It's not holding back Hubert Davis. It's not holding back John Shire. It's not holding back a lot of people. That's the, but the main difference, as we said many times, is I think you can – it's a matter of how you, you treat those assistant jobs and which assistant jobs you take you know, to prep yourself for being a first-time head coach. You know, and, and I don't think Kenny's track record looks like a guy that was prepping to be the head coach at, yeah. uh, at his alma mater. You know, like a job that you don't want to screw up, like the job that you've always wanted. You know, whereas John Shire was the coach in waiting. Hubert Davis left the booth to come back, you know, at, 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 to North Carolina and learn under Dagum Roy before, you know, for several years before he, uh, he retired. Yeah. Um, Tommy Loy was first chair with Mark Few for a very long time, you know, and learning – at his side, first chair. Same you know, with Tang and Scott Drew. Exactly. And this is this is what you've got. Like, And you see, like, they don't always work out, but they were preparing for these jobs that they got eventually, whereas Kenny Payne was the relationships guy at Kentucky. Yeah. He was the good cop. Then he went to the NBA, and I'm not sure what his on-the-court contributions were with the Knicks. I don't know. I don't know, but that clearly wasn't a job where he was prepping to be a college head coach. He left the college ranks, went to the NBA, not to be a head coach, to be an assistant coach in a completely different environment than college. So many different things to worry about. You know, the concerns at the NBA level are different. The way you approach players is different. The way you approach roster management is out of your hands as an assistant coach with the Knicks. But it is as important as any part of your job in college and the two years that he spent away from the college game the two or three years he spent away from the college game were the most transformative years we've ever had in the modern college atmosphere the dynamic the way that rosters are constructed changed more in that 24 month period than in any period in the history of college athletics 
the portal became a thing. You know, the, the, the one-time transfer rule became a thing. NIL became a thing while he was away from the game. So anything that he knew about roster management and recruiting and the old way of doing things wasn't nearly as applicable when he came back. And he wasn't around when the change happened. You know, so that's another wrinkle in the system. Uh, in addition to the fact that it didn't seem like he was prepping to be a head coach to begin with. I don't think he ever really wanted to do this during his career. And I think it's reflected at this point. He is so behind the sticks on everything, on schedule, you know, everything. He is, he is, he is, he is behind the sticks, and it's, it's, it's not going to change. It's too late. Here's the, the thing that I'm not enjoying, but I'm noticing. Yeah. Uh, the anxiety that this was heading towards a year three, which lasted about ten days, uh, when they went two and one in that stretch, and the middle one they kind of got jobbed in the Syracuse game. Uh, before they got jobbed in the Syracuse game on the other side, uh, has now been replaced by, oh, crap, McCronin's won eight in a row. <laughs> He's not back in the conversation. I, right, that's, I, I've noticed like, a number of people like, hey, listen, I'm not trying. It's almost fu- it's, it's funny. It's like, it's almost <laughs> like the same people who call in and are like, look, I like Kenny Butt. It's like I'm not advocating for him or anything, but, oh, God, they've won eight in a row. Yeah. Did we jump off that too soon? And I, it's funny how like people have what they want in the next coach, and you're, there's nobody that's all of it, right? Because people are like Musselman, uh, they don't they don't play defense all that well, and he's never been past the elite eight. Yeah. And like, okay, well, how about Tony Bennett, who's defends very well, and they have a national championship? Oh hell no, I'm not doing that either. Yeah. Right. Like it, there's something disqualifying to special everyone. season a special program right yeah it's gonna be something that, like disqualifying in the minds of, <laughs> of everyone yeah like someone's going to have a con that like breaks that that's a deal breaker for them yeah for sure outside of the guys that we said that, that aren't realistic for anyone yeah. billy Donovan's not coming back to college for Louisville or anyone else jay rice not coming back to coaching at all yeah and nor would i oh if i had his life right now i don't think i'd even be thinking about it I, I would like to think that Scott Drew is more realistic than those two, but I, I'm skeptical that that's true. But I don't think it's impossible. But other than that, there are – the truth is, like, in the game, again, the sport, full, uh, fully accomplished guys just don't leave great places for other great places. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. Not often. And you're going to have to be shrewd, uh, and you have to sell me on somebody. I mean, Roy Williams from Kansas to, to North Carolina. You know, and, and that was – you know, outside of Scott Drew, whoever Louisville hires is going to be tasked with accomplishing something they've never accomplished before, and we're just gonna we're just gonna have to make peace with that. Yeah, let's get uh, Butch in here next. Butch, welcome into the driver night. Thunderbolt, what's up? What's going on, Mark? Hey, man, I love your show. I Thank love you. your show, man. I've been listening for about three, four years. I appreciate that. Uh, my question is this, though. I mean, you know, they say that any attention is better than no attention. I mean, I, I really just want to know what, what anybody is hoping for because this is like, it's like beating a dead horse, a conversation. I give more credence in, in conversating about Jeff Wall than in this program uh, until, until, it's, until he's out of here, man. I mean, yeah. it's just not even worth it, the, 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 the air, the oxygen to keep on. And it's just, I just wonder if, if, if what is happening is, that the fan base is just trying to get Josh Hurd to make a decision based on the way that everyone feels, like, weekly. So it's not even, like, you know, you can't even go a month. It's just weekly that it's back to the same thing. So that's all I got, man. I, I just I, – I, your, your program is, is 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 run off – to me, as far as success, is, is, is the women's basketball team and, and Dan McDonald. That's all I got for y'all. Yep, I appreciate it. Yeah, look, look, those programs have been more successful recently, no doubt. Uh, and I think kind of at the the feeling that when we were at the uh, the trough uh, of these things, those two programs and volleyball really did sort of keep us afloat. Uh, but now with football, I think back on <laughs> excuse me, back on track. Yeah, right there. Uh, got caught up for them. Uh, but with football back on track, uh, quite nicely, uh, it really is the outlier at this point. Yeah. And I, I just I think I understand. I don't 
it's not right, but I understand the fact that people are looking at this and like the fact that like every week goes by they don't do anything makes me fear they're not gonna do anything. And I just I don't think that that's true. But I understand being afraid of that. I'm with you. I mean that that's that's I get it until it happens. Yeah. People are going to have that fear in the back of their mind. I don't think you need to have it. Uh, but this is why, you know, many of us advocated for this move being made earlier in the year. But honestly, at this point, as long as it gets done, I really don't care at this point when it happens. It's the, the it's too late now. We've already had, like, a, the same conversation a million times. Um, What's well, a few more weeks at this point? But, yeah, I mean, that's why I wanted it done earlier because – you get stagnant in the conversation, and people get more and more spun up. And I think we've most people have stopped getting more and more spun up, and are just kind of waiting for the inevitable end. But I understand the like the nerves that come along with this move not happening. Excuse me, not happening yet. It's going to happen though, guys. If it doesn't, I what live animal are we going to eat? I don't know. Me. Oh no. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Basically, I'm saying if you're going to do that, eat me. Is what I'm trying to say. Eighty one fifty ninety three nine. That is uh, the number if you would like to get in here. Uh, how about this, Dave? What you, you know, like when when someone's about to go on trial, uh, you 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 do jury selection. Yes. You know, and you can have you, your both sides get to just sort of disqualify people outright. Yeah. Get these challenges. Yeah. You have you have a certain amount of challenges. Yeah. The texter uh, asked this question. What's the one coach you don't want? And I wonder if we gave enough people these, if we would end up with anyone. That's tough. Right? They're so, like, the, the one guy I don't want is Tony Bennett. Or the one guy I don't want is Mick Cronin. Or the one guy I don't want is whoever. Would we have anyone who doesn't show up on someone's list? If you give everybody one. Just one? Just one who's like, whoever everybody, is not that one. Well, we had the guy yesterday that the one guy he didn't want was Scott, Scott Drew. Drew. So right. I don't know. That makes me think that no. How many people are we expanding this to? Like, who, I know, right? Who gets one choice? If I put a room together of one of fifty Louisville fans, and each one gets one, one. and you don't now, tell each them, other. Well, and, and I'm not saying that everyone has to disqualify somebody different. That's what I'm saying. So they yeah. don't get to they don't know get what everybody. They don't get an order. You just yours. You just write yours on a piece, sheet if of paper you, and hand it 50 in. Fifty Louisville fans. How many coaches get disqualified? Twenty. Yeah, I think you'll have a lot of repeat repeats. Yeah. I mean, some people have Chris Beard on that list. Some people have Scott Mick Drew. Cronin. Mick Cronin. Mick Cronin. Mick Cronin. Those are the two that get the most. Like those two are one and two. Yeah, as far there. as as far as like absolutely nots. Not saying there's not a lot of people that support both of those choices too, but as far as like yeah. absolutely nots, I think those are the the first two choices that people throw out there. Um, I think in a list of fifty people, I don't think you get twenty coaches on that list. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, Ten. I think it'll be a ton of repeats. Just do Family Feud style. It's like we yeah. we pulled a fifty Ding! people. <laughs> we we pulled a hundred Cardinal fans. These are the top seven answers are on the board. Uh, I say of Texan. I don't want Sean Miller. I don't like Steve Kerr. <laughs> but would, right, but who would be? Would that be the one name they wrote down? Right. You know what I, I mean? want you to think about it. Like, I don't you, think you have to write down Steve Kerr. By the way, I don't think he's going to be in the running. Not, we're not in danger, right? <laughs> yeah. For they a lot of people, Beard is a no. Texter just said Beard is a no in all caps. Beard yep. is a no. And that's true for a lot of people. I don't even know if I would use my disqualify on that on him necessarily. I just don't think it's even needed. But there are there are a lot of people who like, – That's it. 50 people, you get less than 20 names. It'll probably be like okay. 15. Okay. Yeah. Just because I think most people would name one of the people that has been mentioned a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's been six or seven coaches that have been mentioned more than anybody else uh, naturally. Somebody will say Musselman. You know, because he's just been been bad this year, and there's been weird vibes from, <laughs> from Arkansas all season, and they haven't defended very well. Like a lot of the things that we're if we're criticizing Kenny for, you know, I don't know if you bring in a coach that's got some of the same issues. Um, <laughs> Texas said Norm Chow. <laughs> Norm Chow. I haven't thought about that name in forever. That is awesome. That's incredible. Norm, remember when he was up for everything? Everything. Every job. He was up for every job. But not in college basketball. That's right. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. The true time Some, situation here. Somebody heard us having that discussion. Like, oh, so you don't think it's a problem someone's never been a head basketball coach before? No. Norm Chow. Norm Chow. <laughs> Let's yeah. just see how committed you Norm are to Chow. this. There you go. There you go. Norm Chow. <laughs> What's uh, Dana Holgerson? 
<laughs> Somebody who's named his services for Whoever every is, single job. No Will Muschamp. That's right. Not, no Will Muschamp. Let's get uh, Harold in here. Harold, welcome into the drive. And I what's up, buddy? Gentlemen, good afternoon. Hey, buddy. What's up, buddy? So, you all were just talking, right, about the angst yes. that's coming with the move not having been made yet. And, you know, so then I'm wondering for you all, let's let's talk a little bit about what happens if that move doesn't isn't made, right? Since since there's a little angst about it not having been made yet, let's let's, let's go back and, you know, what, what would the future hold if that move isn't made? So I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on that. What, what is our and, move uh, if the move isn't made? What right, is the future right. what hold? Think, or what is the future hold? So not necessarily just your move in, in particular. I'm just curious your thoughts on um, what what kind of outlook we'd have for the program, what kind of outlook we'd have in the fan base. You know, just if that move isn't made, I'm, I'm curious about the flip side of it. Like, I, I hope we don't get to that, to that future, but since we're talking about the angst with it not having been made, like – what happens if it if if it isn't made? All right, Harold. Harold, I gotta I gotta ask you. Are you call? Is your phone? Are your phones tapped? Like, are you calling from jail? <laughs> We're getting a little beep. Every You're getting a beep. Like it every sounds time like you talk. call waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> That's um, the one. <laughs> no, nah, it must be connect. It's, it's probably my phone's connected to a bunch of different stuff. My oh, apologies. Now you're good. You're good. Uh, look, it's getting look, louder. Thank you for the call. <laughs> The truth is, I refuse to really have this conversation, and I'm not right. being dismissive of Harold. Well, it no, hey, we love Harold. Yeah, right? but it's not happening. It's a bad vibes conversation. I don't yeah, know what well, also right, right. <laughs> it's a, this is a good good vibes Friday. But it, really, it is not a problem. It's it's not there. There's not. It's not happening because it can't. It, yeah, this. I mean, the, we can't. This program can't sustain a third year of this. Yeah, and I like. It might, like, if that was to happen and we might win a couple more games next year. I don't know that yeah. for sure, though. Who knows? I just know that there's no nothing to indicate to me that it would get a lot better next year in any way, shape, or form. And I don't know um, what Kenny's next move is professionally. I don't know if he'd take a couple years off or if he goes back to the NBA ranks as an assistant. That's probably his most likely move. And just get the stink of college basketball off him for a while. Yeah. Um, but I don't. Harold, I just don't think that it's going to happen, man. Like, it's just – it's so far my radar right now. I've, I've moved on in conversation to, to you know, who who's on our radar as far as a coach search goes. Like, I, I just can't – I can't go back to that because I just don't think it's – it's just so – it's just not feasible. It's not tenable yeah. for this program. I just don't think it will happen. All right, we'll take Chaz, and then we'll take a quick break here before we play Stump the Gas Bag because it's Friday. Chaz, welcome to the drive, buddy. What's up? First of all, guys, uh, for you all talked a couple weeks back about dream candidates um, yes. that you all would get excited about, and somebody just said that they would be they would be upset if we got Scott Drew. First of all, that guy turned yes. around a program that had a murder covered up by the program. If yeah. you can't get excited about that guy, I don't know who, what coach on the planet besides Rick Pitino you would get excited for. So um, he's the one coach that he's on a dream list for me. Um, but I mean, I would like you know to to really think of for us to really think about. I mean, you said some of these coaches they haven't done well. We've got you know Musselman made what two straight Elite Eights and then a Sweet Sixteen. You got Jerome Tang who beat Kentucky to go to the Elite Eight, and then you got a coach like Dusty May who made a Final Four at Florida Atlantic. Give him the resources here, and who knows what could happen. Those are to me those should be the top three candidates. I'm not a Cronin guy. Um, I just. I'm just not a Cronin guy, but, um, you know, but, but Scott Drew would be number one, and you make him turn it down, and then you move on from there. But anybody who doesn't think Scott Drew can turn around a program, literally the guy had a to turn around a program that covered a murder up. So, um, But I'll hang up and listen to what you guys got to say. The, the coach that I don't want is Kenny Payne for year three. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't think that that's going to be an issue uh, for anybody. Like, I don't know. What was the – thanks for the call, Chaz. Like, what was the – reasoning this guy had that he didn't want Scott Drew. Because like, he didn't give us – like, Chaz, I wasn't on yesterday, so I don't know what reasoning he gave. I don't know if he said he didn't think he could turn around a program because anybody who's familiar with where Baylor was when he took the program over, it took a few years. It was a different time. It took a few years to, to catch. But, my God, when Dave Bliss, you know, covers up the murder of a player by another player, um, 
Yeah, not to get too far down that road, but but Baylor was the ultimate rebuild job, and he won a national title with them. So yeah, I think you say he had too many losing seasons, or like it took forever. But like you said, there was mitigating circumstances, and yeah, different times too. But also, like anyone would have done awful those first few years, and he took the challenge on head on. Like it was just such a weird call that like Lieberman, Ennis, and I were just like, is who is this some like troll here or someone right. that like has an agenda against? I Scott was joking Trump? yesterday that 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 was Mick Cronin <laughs> or a family member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was everybody, his uh, crazy brother. Because back then, I mean, right. no, no, uh, no portal. And if you think there was an NCAA cloud over Louisville, there was a just a cloud cloud. The stigma with Baylor basketball was so heavy. Like recruiting to that program was a different level of, of yeah. challenge. And again, the portal was not there was no one time transfer. Like this is just such a different time period. Such a different uh, era in college basketball. You can't compare the rebuild job done in two thousand two, two thousand three, two thousand four to what we have to do now. All right, it's time for stuff the gas bag. Yeah. This is our favorite thing. Uh, every week. You guys know the drill uh, at this point. Give us a call, 8150 We'll fill these phone lines up here during the break and come back and play. On the drive on Anthony Little out here at the Before Brady's and Hope You. Right back. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Innes, Dave Skull here on a Friday out at Beefo Brady's where you can come by and say hello to us here. And now in 6 o'clock, they got $3.45, 22-ounce Coors Light drafts. Uh, we would love to say hello to you. You're Looks like Tiger ahead. just withdrew from the Genesis. Not great. It's oh, not no. good, man. I didn't bet uh, on that, so I'm not sweating. Spencer, that. that sounded like the most sarcastic oh no I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Yeah, did you it, bet on Tiger did. at all in the Genesis? I didn't. I just love Tiger. So. Yeah, no, I do too. I, I just, sound like it. <laughs> that you was, sounded like Lachlan McLean. Oh, like, no, oh, no, he's not playing. That's right. Oh, no. Well, was, text. More so, I was like, I didn't think he'd make the cut. So. It was after, well, he was only one shot off the cut, and he had had a really nice drive on seven. And uh, then they, they said, I'm just following it on Twitter. They said he got in the cart with the rules official, and that's usually a bad sign. That's so a bad sign. Ask this question very quickly before we do something. Yeah. Aspect. Do you think Bob Huggins deserves a chance to coach again at Louisville? No. 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 And not re- Look, he's yet to really take ownership of anything uh, that happened there. He's a, he's a recycling maniac. That's okay, right. That's what happened. Uh, also, kind of was at the, the end of his career anyway. Yeah. Uh, th- this is going to be a young man. This is going to be a vigorous job. Yeah. It just uh, that's not a good fit either. This is not right. What Kevin Willard getting a DUI when he's twenty eight, you right. know, and, and right. or thirty, right. and, and right. a road back from that. This is a dude. Although, at the end of his career, it was winding down. He was a couple of years away from retirement right. anyway. Uh, having a a bad public DUI 
and a weird after story yeah. from it and a daughter who refuses to who made it worse with her comments, quite frankly. Well, also, he had the incident on the radio like two months prior where he used the yeah, slur, right. homophobic slur on the radio. So yeah. it was and inside the Catholics. Summer. Yeah, it was a yeah. bad this summer. Is not, for, this is not the place for that. Yeah, not a great place for to – no. It's He had a lot of marks there. Uh, he was at the end of his line anyway, and, and quite frankly, he probably should have been after his this place multiple is, issues in a couple months. This place – is as likely to mess him up as he is to mess this place yes. up. Uh, and so for me, no, that's, that's not something that I would consider at this point. Uh, let's, uh, let's get, we need at least one more person here. So give us a call if you want to do something else back here, 81 59 but let's get it started. Our guys know a lot about sports. Clay Travis is still a dumbass. There is porn on the television. Yeah, here. there is. I love a giant turkey leg. I saw Louisville's offensive line get stoned. We want to level the playing field. Give their brains a real test. Let us play this game for a pipe. How has that baby not made her hotter? And we want you to get involved. Curse my balls. So here's your shot. Can you stump the gas bag? All right. Happy Friday, guys. First up, we have Chandler. Chandler, how's it going, man? What's going on, fellas? We're doing great. You want to take What's on, up, man? You want to take on Mark or Dave today? Dave. Okay, maybe it's our phone line if everyone else is. I think it is, yeah. I'll, well, that's not great. Well, hopefully it doesn't keep... It's just like dollop internet or something's going on. Who knows? I think he said Dave, did he? Yeah, he I heard did. Dave. Awesome. Dave. All right, let's do yeah, it. Okay, well, hopefully that we can get that resolved shortly. I know we just changed the phones yesterday. But anyway, on this day in 2005, the NHL became the first sports league to cancel an entire season due to labor dispute. Who was the commissioner at the time? Gas back. Go ahead, Dave. Gary Bettman. It is, and it still is Gary Bettman. Yep. Okay, I, this might be the only caller we take today at this point. All right, let's keep Don't rolling. <laughs> no, keep no, rolling, Chandler. Three Chandler. Times? It's just Don't a, get to play three times then? Yeah, you still get to play. <laughs> I think I'm going to nix the rest of the callers at this point just because this is getting annoying. But Yeah. All right, anyway. But Chandler, you get to finish out, yeah. man. Tracy Marrow turned 67 today. He's better known as this rapper who is also a lead singer in a heavy metal band. Name him. Can you oh, ask that again? Gas yeah. bag. Go ahead, Dave. Ice tea. It is ice tea. It is ice tea. Yeah. Well done. Chandler, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, brother. <laughs> sorry, Chandler. All right, so do we have the phone under control here? I, I have no clue. I don't know. I might reset it in a beeping. second. All right, well, we got We got anybody else? We don't today. All right, we need some folks. Give us a call here. Yeah. Although, everyone be careful going home. It looks like it's going to start getting snowy yeah, and sleepy out there. Yeah, it's starting to get a little, little messy out there. Don't Mark, drive. I don't know. Yeah, don't be calling us from the drive home. We I got my that. sister driving in from uh, from Carolina right now. I'm we might have she... to go me versus you on this. Yeah? But if we need folks, to give us a call here, 8150. I, I mean, I got those first two. 8150-939. That's uh, the number if you want to get in here. Who's in here next? We got Jared up next. Jared, how's it going, man? Hey, buddy. Good. How you all doing? Great, Good, man. Great. You want to take on Mark or Dave? Let's take on Dave. All right. All right, Dave. Everyone's he was counting. not intimidated by that first That's call. Right. <laughs> All right. In honor of us taking on the Pitt Panthers tomorrow, and I had to get at least one Pitt question in here. What Pitt player averaged 15 points and 12 rebounds and was a consensus All-American in 2009 when Pitt made an Elite Eight run? Guess back. Guess back. Dave had it slightly ahead of you, man. Was it Aaron Gray? It was not that good. Oh. Blair? Oh, it was Blair. I yeah, got that through the uh, the damn. He got, got me. He, he got oh. me. It was between the two. Yeah, Dewan Blair. So we got yep. Jerry up one nothing right now. Let's go pop culture. February fifteenth, twenty nineteen. The Umbrella Academy debuted on Netflix. It is based on a comic series that was created by this popular two thousand band lead singer. Name oh. the band. Ooh. Oh, I know this, and it's gonna kill me that I don't remember it. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I know this. I barely knew about the show until yesterday. If I'm being really? <laughs> yeah. I I've watched the first season show. of it. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, um, man, gas bag. Go ahead. It's My Chemical Romance. It was My Chemical Romance. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know was, popular was the right word to them, but. They've pulled up from the logo there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, right. I, I had to think about it for a minute, but. Wow. I had to make right, up so for DeJuan Blair, man. Here. That one hurts me. I love DeJuan Blair. All right. We got sudden <laughs> death here while we. Okay, I'll work on the phones during the break when we get there. 
Um, let's go. The NBA All-Star break is here. Who currently leads the league in scoring with 35.3 points per game? Boy, that's annoying. Uh, who is God. Gas bag? Go ahead. Right. Devin Booker? It's not Booker. Ooh, it's it's between a couple for me. Um, I got pick one. Oh my God! It's it's not Shea Gilgis Alexander. He's, he's he's a couple down. It's either it's either Embiid or Jokic. Uh, but Embiid's got is he is, does he qualify with the games played right now? That's the question. Just keep firing these questions out. No one's going to answer these. I know. Gas bag Jokic. You had it was Embiid. It was Embiid, yeah. Was. I thought it was young. I didn't know if I didn't know if it, he qualified anymore. I was the, just going off the ESPN stats. Okay, they were right. presenting, so I was going to say everyone's qualifying for. But yeah, MVP, obviously MVP is not going to qualify. Yeah, surprisingly, Luca was two, but Luca had that oh, okay. seventy-seven point game. That's or right. Something. That's right. I should have just gone with my first instinct. Yeah. Man. Okay. You usually should. Yeah, we still have sudden death here. Let's keep. Oh, it twice going. I've talked myself out of things. Good. Let's go with forty years ago tomorrow. Somehow we get the show, this movie mentioned all the time, Footloose, was released. <laughs> Kenny Loggins did two songs on the soundtrack. One of them was the title song, Footloose. What was the other song he did? Oh, it's a, um, it's a. We got to answer. You got to bring a, in here. And you got to say gas bag, Dave. Yeah. I know. I'm just, I don't want to say it until I know, uh, until I remember it. It's a. Oh, no. Let's get a guess from one of you. I, the I got nothing. I have an invasive thought that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's it's stopping me. Like it's here for the boys. It just keep keeps coming to my mind, yeah, and I know it's not right. If that was Kenny Loggins, that would be an it's upset. From, uh, it's from it's from the uh, the um, like the actual song is from the uh, the uh, tractor scene. I, yeah, he knows I'm right. I, uh, it's a. Uh, I can't it's accept a, the tractor song. That is not. Right. I know, but you know, like I'm trying to talk through it. It's uh, <laughs> oh my five. Watching four, Dave just try to jam these three, two synapses. It hurts because two, I know it. You just one. Mark, you got anything? No. It's I'm free. Heaven helps the man. Ugh. Oh, I wasn't gonna get there. Not, <laughs> I wasn't gonna get there. Now Dave's gonna have I'm free stuck in his head the rest All of the right. day. Uh, all Still right. sudden death. Let's hear it for the boy. Not Kenny Loggins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What Oscar-winning actor played college basketball at St. Mary's under the name Herschel Gilmore? I'm sorry. Read that again. Yeah, no problem. What Oscar-winning actor played college basketball at St. Mary's under the name Herschel Gilmore? Oscar-winning actor... Herschel Gilmore. Oscar winning actor, too. Yeah. I will say his playing career was not notable much, but. But yeah, no one talks about Herschel Gilmore. Go ahead, Dave. Denzel Washington. That'd be funny. Does he look like a Herschel to you? No. Go ahead. Morgan Freeman. It is not Morgan Freeman. It was Mahershala Ali, actually. Oh! Oh, wait, I knew he was a basketball player. I wasn't going to get there, though. Yeah, no, I just said... So his actual name is Mahershala Ali, and he went by Herschel Gilmore? No, his na- so his birth name was, like, Mahershala, and there's, like, some mm-hmm. other, and there's, like, Gilmore. But then when he converted to Islam, yeah, he, he converted, changed his name to yeah. gotcha. Mahershala Ali. I wasn't in the right... Yeah, yeah, that makes... I knew he was a basketball player. I didn't... Yeah. Well, this is the game there, that never ends. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's because I took my, <laughs> taught myself out of Joel and B. <laughs> All right. February 17th, 1989, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was released. What was the name of their fictional band in the series? Oh, go ahead. All right. Wild Stallion. We got a winner yeah. here. Good job, man. Well done. Hang Good on. job, buddy. Hang tight. I'll burn through these questions. I'll get your prize for you momentarily. All right, we got sir. a couple gas bag, yeah. gas bag here. That be that that beeping is makes me think I'm back in the hospital. <laughs> Yeah, I can't, man. I talked myself out of Dewan Blair and Joel Embiid. I deserve that loss. Yeah, you do, kind of. I do. No, I'll wear that L. All right, let's just burn through these questions right now. Let's see, Dave. I need you to not answer this one because I know you know this. Is it a women's college basketball? It is. Okay. Yesterday, Caitlin Clark broke Kelsey Plum's all-time scoring record when she hit a three from the logo early in the game. What Pac-12 school did Kelsey Plum play for? Come on, Mark. 
Of course you didn't ask me that. I'm, I'm, I cannot make my brain comfortable with either of the options here. I never watched Kelsey Plum. Can I just be honest with you? My future ex-wife, Kelsey Plum. <laughs> <laughs> I like, vaguely remember her college I love, days. I love that is woman. It, is it Stan, Stanford or Oregon? One of the other, right? Neither. 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 Oh, no, I give up Washington. Then. It was Washington. Oh, yeah. see, I definitely <laughs> never watched. Dude, the, the, I mean, I was, they weren't good, again. right? I always, uh, they weren't great. The team, yeah. That's what I mean. I always, I always loved her. And then when she threw that shirt into the third like deck. Drilled the guy on. At, yeah. at the basketball, yeah. at the halftime, I just, like, I, I swooned and passed out. And then. Every time they win a title, she smokes a cigar. And they were never right into my on. soul. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. we never got to see them here. That's true. I feel like Dave just hates yeah, like Tyen's wives because of Darren Waller is married to Kelsey Plum. He wanted to fight Zach Ertz, who's married to Julie Ertz. He probably wants to fight Travis Kelsey. Well, I, I don't know what he is with Tyen's and Dave here. It's not. I mean, I just love. I mean, they just they have good yeah, taste in women. I'm in sorry. a weird way, Spencer, what you really <laughs> was like is Dave just likes. Attractive famous women. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Dave loves attractive famous uh, it, like athletes. Sorry, have husbands. Yeah, like, like Gronkowski's yeah. dating Camille Costic. Like who wouldn't? So like, I'm. Playing. I love Chili Johnston because yeah. I don't acknowledge yeah. Ertz. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, All right. right. No, look, it's 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 not like I'm alone in loving Kelsey Plum right. and Julie Ertz. No, no, you're not. What's it's not weird? Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back to something. Gas. I still got some on the on the board for tonight. What stat is Donovan Mitchell currently tied for second in, in the NBA? Uh, three points made, right? Three point shots mm, made? No. Nope. Man, he's, he has become one hell of a three point shot. Yeah. Um, hmm. Free throw percentage. Mm. It's actually steals. Is it steals? One yeah, okay, that was there. And he's tied yeah. with former Wildcat De'Aaron Fox on that. There you go. Right. Should have known that. Let's go to I got a couple for uh, pop culture. February 17, 2004, Alicia Keys released her second single off her album, The Diary of Alicia Keys. Name the song that she said was inspired by Aaliyah's death. Wow, I didn't know that one. Inspired by her death? That's what Wikipedia says. So trust I, had the, I had that album. still have it somewhere in a giant CD case. Uh... There was a. There was ain't got you, baby, and there was a. You don't know my name, and uh, I don't think it's either of those. I feel like I'm missing a big one here. Mark, you got anything at all? I got nothing on this one, buddy. It's not you don't know my name. It's not, it, or it's it's not a. It's not a. If I ain't got you, I can't remember it, man. It is if I ain't got you. It ain't, okay, well that's that's the only one I could th- I, I, I could that even halfway made sense. Yeah, so. I was I did want to say like she's saying this in the Super Bowl because there's like two or three songs, but anyway. I mean, I I kind of got it right. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. Okay, and lastly, <laughs> February fifteenth, nineteen eighty five, The Breakfast Club was released. What was the name of the principal in that film? Oh crap! I got told I was too easy last week. Now I'm getting too difficult. Mr. Uh, what was his name? Man, I don't remember his name at all. I've seen that movie a thousand oh, me times. Too. There were so many questions you could have asked about The Breakfast Club yep. that would have gotten right. I'm trying yep. to remember. Oh, man. <laughs> how it's, often do they say his it, name in that's that movie? The thing. It also, it's, it's like, it's I almost like, an like Skinner. That's The Simpsons. Uh, wrong, wrong principle. Man, I can't think of it. Was we know a lot of right fictitious principles. <laughs> Skinner, Belding. Yeah. Like we got a lot of these here. I have no idea. It was uh, Principal Vernon was the... Vernon! Uh, Man, I wasn't going to get there. I just yeah. remember you mess with the bull, son, you get the horn. Do you yeah. know the Jander's name? I also don't remember just that right rub now. my face in it yeah. at this point. <laughs> it's Carl. Carl. Okay. What was Judd Nelson's name? <laughs> I'm just going to go through the We keep going through. Yeah, yeah we got that one. Yeah, no, I'm done with this point. But uh, that was Stump the Gas Bank. Hopefully, we can get this phone situation resolved by the final. Man, I feel like I really screwed up that second one. I yeah, just, uh, it's like we have call waiting now. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought I was going to like jokingly play like the dial-up internet after Harold's call, but then we got like another call in afterwards. I was like, nah, maybe later I'll play it. I feel like I had a chance to, to, yeah. to snub, you know, Snub out the competition, and I just I, I I punted it, and he came back and got me, and that hurts my feelings because I love Dewan Blair, and I knew Joel Embiid, and I just talked myself out of it. 
in a bit of breaking news that's not the least bit relevant to us here locally, uh, the Pac-12 has officially parted ways with George Klyavkov, <laughs> which is hilarious. Like, so your conference doesn't exist anymore. Well, yeah, well, we're firing our commissioner well, you're now. And whose fault is that, George? Yeah, George. Yeah. How great would it be if his reply was, you can't fire me. Y'all, you don't <laughs> exist. You don't even exist These guys anymore. aren't real. <laughs> I fired y'all a long time ago. That's right. Y'all don't even exist anymore, man. What a disaster uh, that all Good of Lord. that uh, was. Uh, but it's very funny to sort of get here on a Friday uh, and find out uh, that he has officially been fired. In a weird sort of, hey, how do you get fired on your day? Like, what? I don't even know what he does all day. Do you? Like what? With what him? Yeah. Like what does George Klyavkov even do all day as the commissioner of Washington State and Oregon State? Nothing. He just calls each of them every day. You guys good? One phone call to each AD. That's said, right. Hey, you guys all right? We logs in at nine every I'm morning. I'm bored. What are you doing over there? Ten thirty. Hit the golf course. He calls them like uh, if you need John anything. C. Riley on uh, on uh, Talladega Nights when he yeah. just calls. Hey, man, I'm bored. Do you have any way to, to play the TV and the stereo at the same time? <laughs> Why do you need them both playing? Because I like to party. Come on. By the way, he was uh, Drew texted into us. He had I'm free. He knew that. And also, he's like, it's the Bonnie Tyler song during the track. He was like, yeah, it's I Need a Hero. That's right. Damn, forgot. That's it's I Need also, a Hero. I was Kenny also Loggins. it, too. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, I Need a Hero is the song during the tractor scene. Just pulled that. And that makes way more sense. I'm trying to think when they play They're playing free. chicken. You know, they're playing yeah. chicken with the... I don't know. Well, you picked the worst song on the album, on the uh, soundtrack to ask a question about. Yeah. Thank you very much. Love Kenny Loggins. I'm just going to make a bunch of soundtracks in the uh, in the yeah. 80s and live forever. That's right. And never work again. I was kind of hoping you would say, like, I'm, I'm all right all or something. I'm all right. <laughs> the well, I know, I but I've know seen the movies. Yeah. It's Caddyshack, I man. Know. Like, I'm all right is Caddyshack. Deep, 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 yeah, deep, play deep, with the boys That's what he did, gun, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Top guy. Yeah, all of them, man. He was, he was in there. There are worse ways to make a living, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you ask me to write songs for uh, movies, I'll do it. And I'll say they're all going to be good. Somebody's probably going to have to write the actual music. Oh, so someone else lyrics, has though. that legacy that Kenny has with just the soundtracks. Yeah, and then there's... After that, there was a period of like 10 years where they did a ton of like soundtrack songs that just tell you exactly what's going on in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like in... Uh, yeah, that was a thing for a while. For a like long you time. You make the soundtrack for the movie, not just collect songs yeah. for the movie. Like, write a song. Like, they watched some scenes. Yeah. They, they got, like, a plot. And exactly. they were like, here, write a song about this. So then that's how you get uh, the song from... Danger uh, Zone. Well, Danger Zone, yeah. But, like, after that, even more specific, like, Bloodsport. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, fuck you, survive. You see, hear somebody in the background going, Kumite. Kumite. <laughs> like, Kumite. <laughs> What is this? Like uh, they make fun of it in uh, in basketball when he's in the car yeah. and the song comes on. He's like, "Watch out ahead! There's a car in the road." <laughs> Kenny Loggins, man, he was like a lot of Stallone everywhere. movies were like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Rocky Four. They really wrote a song just for it that sounded a lot like uh, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins, are, it was uh, in Queen. They wanted they wanted another one bites the dust for Rocky Three. And they ended up with uh, "I Have a Tiger" instead. And it then, sounds a lot like when you break it down. Oh, it sounds sure. quite a bit like another one bites the dust. <laughs> and then those guys went on to do all the uh, the Real Men of Genius commercials. Yeah, that was them singing the Survivor. <laughs> Real Men of Genius. Uh, we're out here at Beef Brady's here. You can still get in here between now and six for three dollars, forty-five cent, twenty-two ounce scores light drafts, and say hello to us. Both equally valuable. Take a quick That's break right. here. Be right back. One more hour to go on the drive on Night Time the Vote. 